He said, God damn. He said, all right, all right, all right. I said, let's do a podcast. Let's sit down. Let's get a coffee. Let's just talk about one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. What's up guys and welcome to the Coffee with Sam podcast episode 29. Guys, we're nearly at 30. I can't believe it. I'm going to start this podcast with saying thank you to everyone on the YouTube, everybody on Apple, everyone on Spotify, everybody on Google for the views, likes, shares. Guys, um, there's a big thing coming out this week about algorithms and how they affect what you see and what you hear and what you get to get comes up on your social media feeds. Please, can you like, can you click, can you share, can you comment on all of my platforms, on all of my uh, podcasts? And that will keep you getting to see them often. If you don't and you just watch one and that's it, then you might not ever see me share one ever again because the way the algorithms are working at the moment. Um, so yeah, I wanted to start with please, please, please like, share, subscribe to channels. Um, I, I'm uploading them to as many platforms as I can to keep everybody happy. Today's episode is sponsored by Sig, Sig Bottles. Now on the YouTube, you can see this, but I'm holding up a nice black aluminum, 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 a coffee cup and that's from www.sig.com they are um i've been around for years they've been creating these beautiful aluminium uh cups they do water bottles so i've got a water bottle here next to me they do water bottles um they do coffee cups they do lunch boxes lunch boxes and they're in this very sleek finish and they last they last guys my coffee stays warm throughout the whole podcast um and this this coffee cup's got like a little button on the back and you click it you push the button and it allows you to be able to drink from it oh my god that's still well hot oh burnt my tongue okay so today's episode is sponsored by <coughs> www.sig.com they um import import they deliver all around the world Check them out if you need a new water bowl or someone needs a water bottle or coffee cup for Christmas. Now, let's get into today's episode. So, I still can't say to today's episode, but to today's episode, I have an entrepreneur and property manager, Sean Davis. He owns a company called Urban Homes. Um, they've been going, I think he owns it with his partner. We'll get into that. Um, but he's been going for about three years and I follow this dude on, on social media and he inspires me with not just his approach to business, but also his approach to um, mental, uh, the mental game of being mentally strong and uh, keeping motivated to, to be successful in business. So welcome into the show, Sean Davis. What's up, buddy? Sam, yeah, good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How's life? Not bad, mate. Not bad. <laughs> Always Crack got smart on you do. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird, isn't it? Mate, I know. It's shocking at the moment. It's just um, just the uncertainty of everything. It's just crazy. Up and down like this. Yeah, man. Constantly, constantly. So <laughs> how how has um, this affected your business? Is it is it is it 
boomed? Because I, I, I... Um, different, so different areas. So basically, we've got like three parts of the business. So we've got like sourcing, uh, where we basically um, basically find below market value deals and find an investor and marry the two together, and then charge charge a fee for our services for that. Um, so that's been really good. And then we've got two other sides of the business where we basically um, like find like rundown properties, like derelict properties. Instead of buying it, we actually just lease, lease like do a commercial lease on it and then um, transform it into like a multi-let um, co-living. So that's been really good. Sourcing's been really good. And then the, other, the final side is um, we've got like a holiday lets business as well. Where again, we do the same sort of concept. We do like a commercial lease on a property and then we'll um, basically turn it into like a luxury um, holiday let apartment. Uh, so we've got quite a few around the West Midlands, Birmingham, Coventry, um, and Wolverhampton as well. And um, obviously with that, because that's a holiday let business and it's, it's, we used to get loads of guests from all over the world, Australia, China, loads from China, especially. And um, yeah, obviously all that's just like, um, just come to like a stop really. Um, but so I've had to be really innovative in terms of, um, you know, thinking of how we can fill these apartments and, and keep, you know, keep it occupied. So yeah, that's been really interesting. So that's more people like traveling. So like people traveling from outside the UK to the UK for like a holiday and they yeah, yeah. It's a bit like yeah, Airbnb yeah. type. Like, yeah, like exactly. That's what it is. It's, we're on Airbnb, booking.com, Trivago, Trip. There's about 30 different sites. And then, um, yeah, we get like a channel manager, which basically manages, manages um, all of them. Um, so we can um, manage it all correctly. Yeah, so that, that's what that's what it is, mate. So we've had to really um, target a, a, a new um, like new set of guests, basically. So now we target more contractors, things like that. So the plus side, the way I see it, is that when everything does go back to normal, because now I've got like a new um, stream of leads that come in that I, that I didn't get beforehand, I'll have the contractors and I'll have all the overseas as well. Um, so I'm hoping that next year, if I can get through this next year, should hopefully be you know booming on that side of the business as well. So you took a hit on that side. Uh, what about the, so you, you said you buy old properties and then. No. Yeah. So, so we do, we, we will start buying, um, like doing commercial developments. That's what something that we're looking to do next at the moment. We do commercial leases. Okay. What's, what's that then, Sean? Yeah. So it's a strategy, a property strategy called rent to rent. And basically what you do, it's used to typically you'll find a property that's typically run down, not in the best condition where the landlord may be struggling to sort of let the, let the property. And then basically we um, give the, give the landlord a guaranteed rent essentially uh, for five years. Obviously that rents going to be a bit less than what you would get, but then the benefit to him is that it's going to get no, um, no voids, um, no maintenance. We literally cover, we control the houses if we own it, basically. We then refurb it, put, our, put a bit of investment into it, and then we get our own tenants into it as well. Oh, so, so we can, yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic strategy of getting in, of, of, of a way of getting into property without um, actually buying a property. Without that big lump sum at the top. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you can, so we've got 17 of these properties now that we've got, and obviously we get. Um, decent cash flow from them but for us to buy 17 of these houses we never would have been able to do that in you know since just over two years since we had the business so it's um in terms of creating cash flow it's a perfect strategy for that and then after that does does that come into can you have you had any tenants well sorry the people that you're that you're helping out mm. is, that, is it a tenant they're still, are they still a tenant Not a yes tenant yeah, owner, yeah so that or an owner like can you end up buying that from them yeah, so a couple of them, we've got them, there's something, there's another strategy, um, property strategy called lease option agreements, 
where you can you can basically lease the property off them with the option to buy it at the end as well. So a couple of them we've got we've got the agreement so we can actually do that at the end. Um, with the commercial leases, um, at the end of, when, once once the lease is expired, you're just going to basically re renegotiate it again. If they wanted to sell it to us, then yeah, that option would be there as well. Wow, so you're hitting every part of the market really, and also setting yourself up to like small steps, as in the money wise. Yes. Yeah. In the end, if you you've already spent the money on the property. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, you've learned the yeah. property, you know, and and then you can end up buying that. Is that what you are? Is that where you're going with the business? Yeah. You want to end yeah. Up owning yeah. property. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. This this way is really was just to um, because obviously I, I was in a job. Ashley was in a full time job, and then um, it was just mainly just to we want we both want to do property full time. So um, this was the quickest strategy for us to be able to replace our um, income for our full time job and basically be in property full time. Now we're both in it full time. We can then look at the next step now, doing like you know bigger things. But we're still gonna do the same strategy as well because it's just. It's a no-brainer, really. And the good, the good thing is as well, the the landlords that they we, we put like um, do like marketing like online and um, direct to um, direct mail as well. And at the end of the um, of the ten, of the commercial lease agreement, um, they'll most likely want to do something because the whole reason why they contacted contacted us in the first place was because they was obviously having um, some sort of difficulties with the property and things like that. So there's going to be no difference in five years' time. So there's no reason why they wouldn't want to either sell it to us at that time or um, just re like, renegotiate the lease again and go again. That's a very clever way to, to get onto the property ladder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it because it teaches you everything. So you, you're able to build a network. Um, you're able to um, almost like get property experience without making the, 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 the big investment. So it is, this, this is a risky investment um, because you obviously invest in a property that you don't own, but then own the property is even, is even a, a bigger risk. So if this, if this didn't work for me, for instance, like let's say a property didn't work, I, I can like um, break, I've got like a break clause where I can break the contract within like six months. Um, whereas if, obviously if you're buying a property, you know, and, and you can't fill it. You've obviously got, a, you know, a major problem. Then you could obviously sell it, and that could take months and months uh, as well, a lot longer than six months. So, um, yeah. So it, it's it's enabled me to get a, like a better understanding of how to like negotiate deals, and you know how to fill property, how to manage properties, how to manage tenants. So that now when we now we're looking to buy, I'm a lot more confident now, and that I can I can do my tenant demand research, my market research, to ensure that I'm getting a good deal and things like that. Yes. I think it's a very clever way. And there's, there are things you can now start. They're bringing out loads of different things with mortgages as well, aren't they? Where you can, you can be a part owner or yeah. Yeah. You're like shared ownership, yeah. yeah share. And I think it's, it's a, it's, it's it's a lot safer for other people, but for the way you to turn it around into business mm. is very, very clever. Um, and yeah. I know you've grown your business very pretty rapidly in three years and you say you own the business with your partner, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where, where did it come from? Have you, did you study all this at school or was it business at school and uni? Or? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's actually quite weird. So we, we went on like a family holiday to Miami and this is why I'm, I'm, I'm a, um, I talk a lot about mindset and like um, just literally going for your dreams and just, you know, just trying to, um, it's not having any sort of fear for, for what you want to try, try and achieve in life because I didn't have any sort of property experience, had no contacts, no knowledge, um, no experience, no resources. 
I didn't really have much money either when, when we first started. But then I just literally went to um, on like a family holiday to Miami. And a really good time. And I came back to my nine to five. And I used to sell cars for a living. I was, I was in car sales for like seven years. And then um, I came back and I thought, you know what, this, I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like I just want to start my own business. And um, I always wanted to get into property. I, I always knew that property was a good thing to get into. I always knew that you, can, you could get like um, generational wealth through property. Um, it's good cash flow. And I, I wanted something that could basically, I could leave a legacy for my kids. And I could also um, get paid while I'm sleeping, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, what can I do? Because there was, um, there was a quote by Robin, Robin Buffett, and it says, um, if you don't find a way to earn money while you're sleeping, you'll basically work till you die. And that really, when I, when I, when I read that, I thought, you know what, that is so true. I thought, well, how can I make money while I'm Yeah, I love that. Never heard, yeah. that. Never heard that quote, but I love that. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's amazing. That was a game changer for me. And that's what really got me thinking. I was, I was in Miami and that's got really inspired. That's why going, going abroad, I love it as well, because it just, it just opens you up. It just opens your creativity. You see a new culture, a new way of living. And it just made me, it just put this like burning desire inside of me to be able to just think differently. So I came back and I thought, okay, what can I do um, to sort of um, start a business and, and you know, and, and all ultimately earn money while I'm sleeping and property came up. I've done a bit of research, literally read a few books, um, a few mindset books, actually, um, which are really good. That sort of, sort of helped my mindset to get in that, that right place, get my creativity um, thinking. Um, watched a lot of YouTube videos and, and that was it. And just literally took massive action. And that's, that's, that's all it is. Massive imperfect action. Yeah, just keeping, just taking steps forward and saying, I'm going to do something and going for exactly. it. Exactly exactly yeah yeah exactly so that's what we did and it was very hard to start off with um a lot of um trial and error but i just i just i just believe that i can do it and once you believe you can do something that's it it's, it's, gonna, it's going to happen <laughs> and then gradually i've been able to build my net, network so now things are a lot easier so even now i'm still i'm still learning i'm still you know in the business world we're still a newbie we're still like a little dot in the market but um the good thing now is that I've, I've built up a good network around me as well. So um, people that are already doing it, people are doing much bigger things than me. So um, that, that also helps as well. Surrounding then, yourself with the same sort of people, like like-minded people. Like-minded people, yeah. There's, there's people that's been in this game for decades that have been, that have been doing it. And, you know, I've got multi-million pound uh, portfolios and things like that. So um, it's always good. I've, I've been able to build that net, network from scratch. Um, which has sort of helped me and, and guided me and yeah and when I forget stuck in anything it's, it's always good because property there's, there's so many like legalities especially with, with what I do it's um, H, mainly HMOs uh, multi-let um, co-living so um, there's a lot of regulations that you've got to keep up with as well so having that network um, around you is just fantastic really just knowing that you're doing things right yeah, yeah. So multi living is that when like is that like student accommodation that type thing? Or yeah, 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 like yeah. In the cities where you could have two or three people living in one property. That's it. Yeah, that's it. But we we actually target um, working professionals. So that, that's a that's a massive market. And before before I um before I came into this industry, I didn't realize how how um, how good it was. I didn't realize the the demand for it was so high. But um, when you think about it, it's it's it makes sense because. We get a, a house and um, the tenant basically will rent a room off us. They'll share the, the, the communal area and the kitchen facilities and the bathroom facilities, but the rooms are, are, are usually quite big anyway. And um, instead of them paying like, you know, um, 
600 pounds for like an apartment or whatever or seven plus all your bills so just they'll pay me one set fee typically up to 400 pounds for the room but that's all the bills included uh so then you sort all that stuff out yeah we pay all the bills we so they just pay one fee and it's a, it's a nice you know cheap way of living so at the moment in that side of the business we're busy than ever because we get we're having loads of people coming to us saying okay we, we're uncertain with our jobs and things like that so um we want to cut down our, our um, expenses. So let's just move into a shared accommodation um, for now. And, and yeah, and just, and just lower our costs. I like how you've adjusted though. Like it was very hard for some people. And one person who didn't adjust very well when all this went upside down with COVID, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I can't work. And there was, I, I didn't want to jump on the same bandwagon that everyone was jumping on with mm-hmm. regards to the industry I was in. Yeah, um, yeah. And obviously the cheer industry just disappeared. Um, mm. so I was like, ah, oh, what do I do? Um, but the way you've, you've had to, because it's, it's not like you could just, obviously you've got an office, you've got, you, you haven't just like a way you can just go, oh, I'll change career or I'll do something different for six yeah, months. Yeah. There was two mm. of you, you've got another member of staff as well, right? Yeah. We've got a few staff, few members of staff now. Yeah. Members of staff. You can't just up, up and change cause you're not on your own. So like yeah. how, how did you find that adjusting? Was it literally like a oh, sit down? Oh man, okay. it was stressful, man. It was so, I can't lie to you, it was so stressful because um, we, our, the, the way, the, the first lockdown was so much worse than, than, than this one. Obviously the property market got shut down as well. So we had, imagine we took on, at the time, we had about three properties um, that we took on in the commercial lease. And then um, we, couldn't really, we couldn't really fill them. So we have to be, be, be really innovative and think, how can we fill these properties quickly? Um, and then also um, our business plan this year was, was, we was going to have a massive, massive expansion as well. So then we didn't want that to stop as well. So we had to think, hey, the estate agents are shut now. And that's, that's where we get like 85% of our leads from. So how can we still keep expanding um, throughout this um, so that our business isn't affected? And then how can we get more streams of leads now? So there's so many things to take, in, to take into um, consideration, but we just, we just had to sit down, think about it logically and just think about, okay, how can we make our um, customers' lives easier? What can we do? And the first thing I thought was, okay, virtual viewings. So quickly renting out all the properties, doing um, loads of videos of, of, you know, so, um, you know, to, to, to like a professional yeah, standard yeah, yeah. and then got them out. And then um, any sort of inquiries we were getting, we were just sending these videos across, doing like contactless move-ins as well. So um, getting like lock boxes fitted outside the um, properties, put the keys in there, tenant, then it's a nice seamless process. Yeah, yeah. Even now, even now it works well. And I think even moving forward, we'll, we'll, try, we'll try and do the same process because it just means that we can be... Less time. Um, you don't have to be at a certain yeah. place with someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it works so much better. So for me, it's 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 helped me um, think so much differently. And yeah, I'm I'm actually quite grateful that um, you know, obviously with with what's going on, I always try and look at the positives and everything as well. So for me, I'm, I'm grateful that it's helped me to think differently. I feel like um, the experience the experience that I've had as a business owner. I felt like it would have took me years to, to get to get because I wouldn't have thought like that. I would have been still been taught, I would have still thought, okay, like God, now my mindset's like, okay, I've got to get multiple streams of leads. I can't rely on one. Before, all my leads were coming from estate agents. Yeah. 
some of every single lead. I, I didn't. It didn't even occur to me that to think. Okay, how can I get direct to like vendor leads where I'm getting directly to the, the landlord? I didn't think because the business was doing so well, and sometimes when the business is doing well, that's how a lot of business businesses crash because it, they, it does so well. They're so used to getting to this box of doing of doing things a certain way. All of a sudden, that gets taken away, and all of a sudden, you've got no business. Um, whereas now, it's helped me to think. You know, no matter how good good things are going. I need to always ensure that I'm looking at other avenues as well, so that yeah, well, we're not in the future. Well, like you say, you've you've now you had to get the um the construction people in. Was it construction or workers in? Like yeah, contract, yeah, sorry, yeah, contract yeah, people. Yeah. So now, yeah. like you say, you've got going out the back of this when it's all over. You've now got the two the two aspects coming into that. So that's a great way just to sit, recalculate, and adjust. And that's why you're going to be successful. It's because yeah. <laughs> situation of time, you were like, "Well, how can I still make more money?" <laughs> Not how can we how can we thrive? Because I, I do believe that there's there is opportunities in in all this. You know what I mean? You you're just gonna be able to see them. You can have your mindset's gonna be in the right place to be able to see the opportunities that are in this, and the people that can adapt, they will thrive. Um, if you're not adapting, unfortunately, it's it's going to hurt. Yeah. Um, and from my situation, I can't afford. I can't afford not to adapt because this is my livelihood. This yeah, yeah. is my mortgage gets I've got to get paid. So if that's again that that it puts you puts your mindset in a different sort of place because I can't afford for it to fail. So for me, there's no way out. Does having kids put you in a different mindset as well? Oh, massively. Yeah, yeah. Once you bring kids into it, it just it changes the game. It literally changes the game. Like um, my kids motivate me, they inspire me, they give me energy um, just to be better. And um, everything that I do revolves around my kids. The, the, whole, this, the whole business that I'm doing, it's, it's uh, what sparked it and what motivated me to do. Because I'm thinking to myself, okay, what can I do for my kids? What can I do to give them a better start? What can I do to give them when they're an adult? What can I give to them so that they have a, you know, a running start in life? Um, and that sort of, and, and without my kids, I don't think I would have been as motivated. I, I had my first young, my, my first son young. Um, I was only 19 at the time. I was still in college and things like that. And that was the best thing that happened to me because that just created this brand desire inside of me to say, you know what, okay, I'm no longer thinking about myself now. I've got to think about some, I've, I've now, you know, um, in charge of this, I've got to raise this little baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the age of 19. And, and I still felt like, at the time, I felt like, wow, I'm still like, I feel like a kid myself. So, <laughs> and I didn't really, at the time, I, I, was, I, didn't, I wasn't really taking life seriously. But 19, that was like a literally instant mind shift for me. And I started to see, okay, I've got whatever I do now, I've got to do it to the best of my ability. I've got to give everything that I do 110%. 100% is not good enough anymore. I need that 110%. And um, that was it. And ever since, ever since then, I've just been up and then my mindset's just been different. So yeah, I, I do see, so obviously I follow you and uh, both your partner, Ashley, on, on social yeah. media stuff, and you're both quite, I know she's got her own little motivation, uh, like a mindset group, hasn't she? Uh, a group yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Is it just, yeah. just females or is it anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's involved in some um, like a net, network marketing um, company as well. So yeah, so she's doing really well in that. So that, and, that uh, might be the next podcast in a couple of weeks time. I'll get Ashley on and we'll, we'll get the females on side. Um, <laughs> talk yeah, about man. that. But I follow you both on, on on social media, and from one side of business is to be to be focused in business is pretty cool. But then to also be very motivational, also you've got to be motivational to grow. But you do see some people yeah. who have done well in business who are just business minded. Yeah. But to yeah, see yeah. how much you try and put out 
a positive mindset and yeah. uh, being motivational is pretty cool. And I've seen your videos, your little lad, man, when he's talking <laughs> and he's got the whiteboard <laughs> and he's learning. And I think like yeah. it's great. Like, uh, like, like you say, you're setting your kids for life, but the mindset yeah. you're giving them to not fall into this trap because kids mm-hmm. these days, we don't, I don't know which way they're going in life, but a lot yeah. of them are going, you can't yeah. see where half of them are going. Uh, <laughs> And that's why I like coaching with cheer still, because I try and have a positive effect on kids, not just for cheer, but for yeah. life. Um, yeah. and, and I think that's great what you're doing, getting your kids involved so early. Um, yeah. how, how, have you, how do you keep so motivated? Like, I find um, I'm smiley, I'm happy, I try and give energy 24-7, but sometimes yeah. it's hard. So how, how, do you, how do you keep yourself motivated? Okay, so for me, I always say that motivation is good, but motivation has an expiry date. So with this business, that <clears throat> the property business, I'll give you a good example, is <clears throat> when I first started it, I was very motivated because I was excited. It was all new. It, it, it done well quite quickly as well. So that was all exciting. That was, I was basically, my adrenaline was based off motivation. But then what happens then, and this is when a lot of people start falling down, is the that's the the honeymoon day goals basically the honeymoon days is gone all of a sudden the, the reality it kicks in you get all the problems you got all the phone calls that you know I, I used to get i've systemized the business now but before i i was getting like calls like three four in the morning of tenants and it was so it came to a point when it was just so stressful we, we expanded so quick but that can be that can actually be a bad thing sometimes because it can create a lot of overwhelm um, you haven't got the systems, you haven't got the staff, you haven't got the processes in place to be able to deal with the level of problems that you that, that come with scaling the business. So <clears throat> that's quickly what happened and it became very, very stressful. And that motivation, that initial motivation that I had, that was gone in the flash. <laughs> I, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you start questioning yourself, you start thinking, is this for me? You start thinking, um, do I want this for the rest of my life? You start thinking, you start thinking, actually, do I actually want to expand this business? Because you're thinking, okay, if I expand it, it's going to come with even more problems. Yeah. Then what's kept me going, what's kept me motivated is basically aligning my core values, aligning the business core values with my purpose. So it's actually finding what my purpose is. So my purpose is basically helping people and creating value. And I believe that um, this business that I'm doing, I'm helping a lot of people. I'm, I'm basically restoring the um, housing market, finding derelict properties, restoring them, and creating affordable housing in the market um, for, for the local community. I'm helping landlords that are struggling to, um, that are in like, you know, difficulty with, with filling their properties. They can't fill it. A lot of the properties that we see, they've been empty for like a year, two years sometimes. <clears throat> we take them off them, we restore it, and we tenant it. So I'm, I'm, I'm creating value, I'm solving problems, I'm helping people. And that's, 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 my, that's definitely my purpose. And um, when, you, when you're doing something that aligns with your purpose, you'll always be motivated because it's deeper than just money. It's deeper than just a job. It's deeper than you just, you know, just, just getting up and just doing the same routine. I get up every day and I'm just buzzing to go. Absolutely buzzing. <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's, that's where I was at. Like at the moment, I'm not like that. I have to yeah. try... And it's like, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to buy a house. And that's all I keep telling myself. I'm going to buy a house because I don't want to be working nights at the job I'm at. Um, like I say, it could be worse. I could, there are a lot of people worse off than me, but 
I struggle. I had the same desire you had. Like I was helping people. I was doing what I was wanted to do. I was traveling. Mm. And then for that to be ripped away from me was hard yeah. to find that, find that again. Um, but I love that answer from you. You didn't start it with money. Yeah. You didn't say <laughs> money. And because money, like you say, runs out very quickly. At the beginning, it was probably like, oh my God, new business, money. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then, was, when yeah, yeah. then when the pressures come on, mm. you're like, well, you love it and really love it and have like you say reasons no one would ever say why are you into property oh because i have these values of life which I'm, <laughs> that i put into my that i put into my business and that's yeah. same again once i say again that's probably why you are going to be successful because you're not chasing things that are going to run out like you okay. you as a person want to help people when you always will want to help people yeah Spoke about this on another podcast. You can help people too much, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, which I've found in the past. You can be too nice. Um, but just the vibe I get from you as well, though, is that you are a nice, caring person. And yeah, to have that, to but to have that, you, well, I, bet, I bet you've got a nasty side too. And if you're a sexual <laughs> businessman, you're going to have a, a nasty side. But the fact that you put those values into a business means that that's just going to last because people are always going to need to be looked after. Yeah, 100%. You're always going to be nice. The thing with me as well is that I'm I'm not just here just to this business. I want to still be doing this in 20, 30, 40 years time. I don't have any plans of of stopping. So for me, I always think about the bigger picture. I think about the reputation, the credibility that I'm I'm trying to build. The the business name is is absolutely, means so much to me. And, um, this is, this is like, this is when you see your own business, it's like, you know, it's a lifestyle. It's not, it's not just a job anymore. It's becomes it's your life basically. So, um, it means a lot to me. So I always think about that in anything that I do. And I, and I try and get that, um, that them same core values to my staff as well. So we think, okay, think about the bigger picture. Think about where we're going, think about the direction that we're going, what we're looking to achieve and things like that. I think that's so important to know where you're going as well. Cause that will keep you again, will keep you motivated. So going off the back of that quote, one, I hope that, well, that phrase or paragraph you just said about your core values, I hope that's in your new book. Yeah, 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 I hope it is. Um, what, what, what's this book? Is it how to be, is it, is it entrepreneurial? Is it business? Is it? Yeah. So, so it's, it's going to be about entrepreneurship, um, taking the step into, into like chasing your dreams basically um a lot of mindset stuff's going to be in there as well and i will have a bit of property about just just how i got into property and how i started and the way we found you know how the way we got properties just because it's a fantastic strategy i feel like anyone could do it and i just want to again it's just help more people and um they can achieve their dreams and that this can inspire and motivate someone to, to basically take action um then yeah i'm all for it so that again that's what i'm doing i'm not doing it for i'm not writing the book for the money because when I look at the time it's taken, it's so very, very time consuming <laughs> and writing a book. And when I look at, I'm, I'm not a, a big, well-known entrepreneur. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'll say, I'll translate to my network and things like that, but it's going to be a lot of hard work. So when I look at the time um, that I'm putting in for what I'm, for what I might get, it's bigger than just the money. It's, it's, I'm doing it for, this is, this is going to be an asset. It's going to help so many people. I'll be able to get my message out as well to a lot of people. So yeah, so that's, that's the reason why I'm doing it. And hopefully 
well, not hopefully, it will be um, out next year. I'm still writing. I'm still early stages of writing it, but I'm leaving it till next year because I, I, as, a, as a business, we're, we're growing massively and the, um, the experiences that I'm, that, I'm, that I'm going through as well, the good and the bad, I want to be able to put it on the book to give more value as well. Yeah, the new section, How to Survive. When the world sh- when the world shuts down, exactly. how to how to get through in property like <laughs> the best section. That's the section I'll be going straight to. The survival section. Um, so yeah, on a daily basis, though, with that thought that you want to help people and you have that purpose, does it? Do you ever struggle on a daily basis because? You're a bit like me, really. You want to have your fingers in a lot of pies because you just love life. Like You just love doing stuff. I love doing everything. And you're like, well, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to have a business. And I want to write a book. I want to help these people with that. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, like, what, 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 do you, what do you feel like? Like, what's the reason? To, to why? Like- yeah, to that fire. Like, yes, you have that purpose. Is it family? Yeah. Is it just... In you just in you just ingrained in you yeah i think it's just just ingrained in me i feel like anything that I, i've always to be fair i've always been the sort of person that anything i do i like to do it to the best of my ability so i feel like now um because this is this is like my baby this is the first time that i've um i've done something for myself in terms of my own business i've always been employed so i've always been working for someone else and i've always given it a hundred percent and i've always achieved good things within the job as well so now i feel like i've got i've finally been given this opportunity where i can, i've got my own business i'm building my own empire i i've got the opportunity to basically leave my stamp in, in this world so i feel like there's no there's the sky's not the limit i'm the limit there's no limitations there's no politics there's no you know the politics that you get in the corporate yeah. world none of that and um so i feel like now this is my opportunity to really, to really shine so i'm just literally Go going for it and just giving it you know my best shot basically um yeah so when you have a bad day how yeah. do you get over that so this is something that i, I do it's it's um it's a bit deep actually it's something i've read this <laughs> i'm doing this thing called like um and if you've heard of like neuroscience yeah 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 so basically i watched this interview gone a few months back now and he talked about like um re-collaborating your mind and basically what he was saying is if they, they, there's a lot of um, tests they do on like mice and um, a lot of it can be like um, recycled into human nature. Um, and the basically there was this, there's doing these two tests on mice about like, it's called the winning, the winning formula. So they're talking about why, why do winners win and why do losers lose? And basically what they do, they put two um, mice in this tube, this like um, see-through tube. And basically, the, the, the two mouths, so they've got to basically fight to, to push through because it, it, it's not big enough. So what happens is, and you're, this will all make sense. <laughs> in, in gone, we've gone from like a nice, Sean, <laughs> loving, caring, wanting to help people to a <laughs> fight or flight survival mode, warrior. Carry on, yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm excited to see where it's going. <laughs> so basically, what they do, and trying to, it's all about these, the brain chemicals in, 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 your, in your mind and, and, why, and why people win, basically. So they've got two mice in the tube, a see-through tube, and basically, it's a bit nasty, but the, the, the mouse have got to basically fight to get through. Yeah. Yeah, because it's too, it's too small. So what happens is they, the mouse that won that day, they put them back in again, and that, they'd reckon that 90% of the time, that mouse would keep on winning. 
Okay. So that's what would happen. So then they did a test and I thought, okay, the, the losing mouse, let's try and like see if we can get him to win. So what they'll what they, what they then do is basically push like a straw um, and basically give the losing mouse a bit of a push, but he doesn't realise he's, he's getting pushed. So, so basically they make the loser a winner. Now, the next day, guess what happens? He's, 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 the mind's been like re-collaborated and all of a sudden he's he with his chest a little bit bigger and thinking, well, I've done this yesterday so I can do it again. And then guess what happens? That, that, um, that losing mouse that kept them losing, he's now, he's, he, now beats, he now beats the other one. And what they then do is to take it further, they'll put that, 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 new, that new winner, they'll put in, in with a, a mouse that was, that's a lot stronger, that really should be, you know, should win easily. And because, that, because the, that this mouse has got like the winning mindset now, he pushes hard, he's got more heart, and basically he just keeps on winning. And like, again, 90% of the time it wins. And the way this makes sense, and this, is, this will make sense now to what I do, um, is because the reason why the, the, the mouse kept winning is because he, he, in his mind, he was thinking about the last win. He wasn't thinking about all the times that he lost. Of the 20 times he lost, he was thinking, okay, yesterday I won this. So the, what, what I do when I'm having a really bad day, and some, seriously, I have some really bad days in property, things aren't coming once, things come in threes, fives, <laughs> <laughs> and my phone just doesn't stop, stop ringing. So what so then, and you can get into this little bit of a rut, basically, where you just, you know, you, you can't get back to where you was. So what I do, recalibrate my mind, and like what that mouse does, where he thinks about the last win, and he goes out there and really goes for it and starts winning. I think about when the last time I won. So I think about that, and also I focus on the small wins. So if I'm on a bad day and it seems like everything is just going bad, there will be something in your day that you can think of that you've won at, but you're just not thinking hard of. It's the smallest thing. So I'd, I would think about things that I've won. I'd also do things as well that I'm 100% know that I can 100% win at. I would target, I would set myself a task and say, right, what can I do to, to win now? right now? What can I do right now that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set myself a task and win it at it to get my mindset back into that, that sort of right, right frame, um, frame, like frame set of winning. And that's basically what I do. And that helps me massively. I love that. So because it's, it's the same with like, I don't know, like negative comments negative yeah. thoughts are the same you might have a hundred positive and mm. you'll always focus on the one exactly negative, and it's down to you to find those other hundred positives yeah so i yeah, love yeah. that and not setting the challenge too big like exactly. uh, it was it was about five years ago you've probably seen the video everyone saw it because it went via of the um the navy seal talking about making your bed yeah that's yeah, something yeah. i now yeah. do and actually realized one, how a bad human I was when the missus was always moaning at, moaning at me. Can you make the bed when you get up in the morning? <laughs> and I never used to. Then I watched that video and it was like, oh, that could be like a small win of the day. And now it's not just a small win because I've made the bed. It's a small win because the missus is going to be happy because I've done that one little yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh, she's going to be happy now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I can't now, even if I'm late, I cannot help but have to sort the bed yeah, out yeah. because I'm like, yeah. cool, I've, I've done that small win. Um, and that just recalibrates your mind and you can just go again well yeah I think especially in this world we're in at the moment not as in the bad world as in the way we everything's so easily um, except except ex, I can't remember the word say now you can get things so easy and do things like oh no I'm going to start a property business so I'm going to do it on my phone yeah. And I'm going to go speak to Sean. He'll tell me a few people to talk to and I can do it. Like, it's not easy okay. to do, but everyone can give it a go. Yeah. Um, we're so focused on the big 
on mm. a big picture all the time. And I want 10 grand in the bank next week. I want to have a house now. We yeah. forget about the little wins, which is, I think is where mental uh, depression and all stuff started to come from. 100%. Like, what, what I will say as well is that you've got to enjoy the process. It's so important. And that's another thing why, why I, I get up in the morning and I just love going, like, just doing life because I love, I've, I've, I've learned to fall in love with the process, the good and the bad. If you focus too much on the bigger picture, like what you said, you focus on saying, you know what, I want to get 10 grand a month. You might earn five grand. And you earn, if you're earning five grand a month, you're earning a lot more than the average person in the UK. But because you're so, your mindset is thinking, okay, I'm just focusing on this 10 grand. You, you, you feel like you're losing. So you're, you're not happy. You're not satisfied. And it's good to not be satisfied because that's how you, you know, you, you can get yourself, you know, to strive for, for more and strive to be better. But then you don't want that, 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 that sort of urge to sort of bring you like, like not being any sort of happiness as well. So it's all about loving the process, really, and just just doing, yeah, just enjoying that. Awesome. Where can people find your business? What's the website? So Urban Homes. So you can find us on Instagram, um, Urban Homes. So it's Urban with an E, so it's E R B A N, Homes. Um, and you can. My website is um, urbanhomes.co.uk as well. Awesome. So everyone in the Birmingham area, right, or West Midlands area, or is it? You yeah, well, yeah, field? But- yeah, that's it. We're actually nationwide now. Uh, well, on on route to becoming nationwide, um, especially the sourcing side as well, because we um, find below market value properties and we basically source them to investors. So that's on like a nationwide basis as well. So yeah, you can well, find so um, www.urbanhomes. Yeah, UK. Yeah, or you can you can just find um, my personal Instagram as well. It's at underscore Sean underscore Davis. Awesome. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, where there? Sorry, that's weird. I lost you for a second. Then, oh yeah, thinking over the internet. Yeah, it literally just went black. <laughs> um. So also, where can we find the book? Okay, so when this book's released, where can we find yeah. this book? So that will be on Amazon. That will. That will and, be on Amazon. So that I'm looking at next year, August, because that's going to be the um the third year anniversary of my business. So. I'm hoping, hoping to release it on that date. What's it called? I haven't got a name for it yet. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you're going to drop us some inspirational name then. <laughs> no. You know, the name is such a hard thing to think about. It'll um, come. It'll come. And then I've, I've read a lot of things and podcasts and things like that that I listen to. And they say that the more, you, the more you're, you're writing, um, eventually it'll just come. Yeah, it, yeah. Something in the book you'll say or something that'll be in there and you'll be like, that's yeah, what yeah. it. Or... Something really yeah. bad will happen one day, and you'll about <laughs> that. Or yeah, I think I think it's probably the last thing. Same with business names, isn't it? Yeah, yeah like, it's true. Uh, I don't know what, and they're normally they're normally the last thing after the idea. Yeah, exactly. Because our business wasn't always called Urban Homes. It was it was called um, SDU Property Properties, and um, yeah, and that was we couldn't think of a name, so that like, we just thought let's just name it that because I didn't want to hold me back. I didn't want to. It was, it was actually came to the point where. This will actually slow me down. I just wanted to get the business registered and just get started. <laughs> so well, that'll, so we do. Made, that'll do. Yeah, literally, just register the business, and then when when we got when when we about a, probably like a year into the business, when we was, we was a little bit more established, I thought you know this suits the business name. So then we did like a total rebrand of it, and then Urban Homes yeah came. So yeah, yeah, it's nice, and it can that Urban Homes can be relevant. Yeah, it can go to anywhere and anything and anything you're doing, it can can go to that. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome thanks for joining me that was a uh, thank you, mate. Pleasure. I love that um, 
you are a very positive, inspirational person. Um, so people watching and listening, if you don't, if you're not bothered in property, still follow him on on his Instagram. Um, was that your personal or was that your business one you said a minute ago? That was my personal one. That one was as well. Yeah, follow him on that. Um, was it Sean? Yeah, it says at underscore Sean. That's S H A U N underscore Davis. D A V I S. Awesome. Very inspirational person, not just for business, um, just day-to-day life. And his kids are sick. Um, his little boy doing like property talks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it a motivational talk? That one, yeah. was it a motivational talk he was giving? Yeah, so that one was, uh, he does motivational talks as well. He's only nine. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and he, the thing is, I didn't even push him to do it. He just, I think because he, he just sees me doing it. He sees you, and, in, he sees you in the missus, mate. He sees you exactly. in the missus. Yeah, so he just wants to do it. So I thought, you know what? It just makes sense. So it's training while he's young. And then also it, it, um, it gives him a good understanding into the business as well from now. So then he saw you doing like a video and like six things not to do in a HMO. Yeah, <laughs> and different things like that. And he's doing all sorts of different videos. Yeah, so yeah, man, he speaks he on YouTube actually as well. Yeah, we've got started the YouTube channel yet, but we do want to get him on there. What have you got a channel? Do you say? No, we haven't. No, oh, not okay. yet. We will do though. Yeah, yeah, get get that sorted out, man. Um, uh, well, uh, look, probably look at getting Ashley on, and then we can try and get it done by then. We'll plug it maybe in the new year. Yeah, we'll get yeah. the missus on, and she yeah. can, uh, talk about her because she's got a. She works with you, right? But then she's also got her yeah. own different side to her business. Yes, yeah, she has. Yeah, yeah. So she's got a, um, she's doing really well in the net, network marketing um, business. Yeah. So she does all sorts in that. Yeah. But yeah, get her on. She'll, she'll love that. Yeah. I love it, mate. So very inspirational, both of you. And the fact that you're pushing it to your kids. So the next generation to keep going. Um, thanks for joining me. Our pleasure, mate. Pleasure. It's good speaking to you.